Welcome on into the Jazz Talk Podcast. I'm your host, CJ Dieters. Today's episode is going to be a little short one, but the, we're going to be talking about the Jazz's new acquisition. So today, uh, March 9th, the Jazz filled uh, one of their roster spots. They needed to fill one of these spots within the next few days anyway, just because of legal rules. Um, but this is not a 10-day contract. This is a uh, <clears throat> rest-of-the-year contract. Um, the Jazz have signed Ursan Ilyasova. Ursan is a six-foot-nine, 235-pound power forward. Um, can play a little bit of backup center. He's 33 years old. He's been in the league for quite a while. He's played with a lot of different teams, um, from the the Hawks, the Bucks, the 76ers. Um, he is a he's very much a utility type player you know a decent shooter decent passer decent rebounder on the defensive end he does a pretty good job there um, is probably the best at drawing uh, charges out of anybody in the league he's very good at getting in the right spot and doing that um so I just wanted to talk about what this means for the Jazz, um, why they picked Ursan Ilyasova, what his role is going to be, at least as far as what I think. Um, so yeah, so I believe, and this is something I, I heard David Locke talking about earlier about this, is Ursan Ilyasova is a kind of a break glass in case of emergency type guy. I don't see him becoming a part of the normal rotation. I don't see him taking away George Niang's minutes because George Niang's played really well. Um, but he could compete with George for the, that spot. Um, but I think they brought in Ursan for... Uh, when the, We're going to get up against a team that has two really good wings. Um, whether that be the... You know, the Lakers with LeBron... Or not LeBron. Lakers, the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George, um, the 76ers with Ben Simmons and uh, Tobias Harris, the Celtics with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, um, you know, and there's a few other teams. This would give, Ursan Ilyasova gives the Jazz another guy to throw at them um, because for most of the year it's been Royce O'Neal takes on the best player for the other team and then that other wing you just throw whatever you can at them and hope that somebody can slow them down um, we saw this a couple weeks ago when the Jazz played the 76ers Joel Embiid was injured and so Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris just really took over and in the time that Ben Simmons was being guarded by either Rudy Gobert or Royce O'Neal they were able to slow him down but if Royce were to move over to uh, Tobias or those guys were off the floor, they th those two just had a field day. Um, nobody could stop them. Nobody could really slow them down. So that's what I really think that Ursan Ilyasova's role is going to be is when they go up against teams like that, and there's not many teams that have that high level of wings on their team. Um, he'll just give, give the Jazz another option. As, a, as another body to throw at them 
Um, another thing that Ursula Usova can be is he's a very good secondary rim protector. Um, you saw that with him in his time with the Bucks, playing right next to Brooke Lopez. He can kind of, you know, take the pressure off of Brooke to where, you know, Brooke Lopez was able to kind of play more of a free safety type role and just clean up the mess instead of have to go one-on-one -on -one with the other team's best big and still try and protect the rim at the same time. And that, I think, is something that the Jazz needed um, to put next to Rudy Gobert was somebody that could slow things down at the rim to where Rudy could, you know, kind of play more freely um, and just go after blocking shots and protecting the rim. Um, you know, there's other guys in the league that are that will be better at this, but with what the Jazz had for um, salary-wise, and assets to go get somebody. The the pool for for that type of player was not very big. I mean, with what the Jazz could use for salary um, or in trades, they weren't they weren't going to be able to go out and get a Thaddeus Young or a Robert Covington, um, uh, Marvin Bagley. You know they. They had to be able to work within either a veteran minimum contract or the biannual exception contract. And so, with that being the case, I think they did pretty well with a guy like Ursan Ayuselva. Ursan um, is a 36% three-point shooter throughout his career. Um, now, some people have floated out maybe using him as a small center at times. That's not the Jazz's system. You know, the Jazz like to run their system um, with a big that is pick and roll threat. Um, and then on the defensive end is protecting the rim. Now, occasionally you could see them, you know, play around with hit, playing him as a small ball five, um, playing more of a switching type defense. But I just don't see it being a normal part of what they do. Um, honestly, I'm thinking... Ursan will play in there. Let me switch that. Ursan will play meaningful minutes in 30% of the Jazz games. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I think for the most part, they'll have their normal nine man rotation of Rudy, Royce, Boyan, Mitch, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Conley, Favors, Clarkson, Ingles, and George Niang with guys like Mia Oni and Ursan Ilyasova being, you know, injury replacement type guys or matchup um, guys to where if you're going up against a team with a lot of great wings, both Mia Oni and Ursan Ilyasova would be better to have on the floor than Derek Favors. You know, Derek Favors is a great defender at the rim, and so is Rudy. But if you need somebody to go out and, spay, and chase people on the three-point line, that's when you'd see Ilyasova get his type of minutes. Um, so with that being said, the Jazz have one more open roster spot. Now, they don't have to fill this one. They could just leave it open for the rest of the year. Um, but I think if I was them, I would 
kind of do the same strategy as you've done with Urson here and have a second break glass in case of emergency type guy um, to where if injuries happen um, you know people get in foul trouble you go up against crazy matchups that your normal rotation just isn't built to handle um, I'd be looking for a guy to fill a role there now you could be looking for another ball handler um, you know there's guys like Shabazz Napier is still out there JJ Barea Manuel Moutier uh, they could bring back Shaquille Harrison if they wanted to um, you know there's options there they could also look at another wing um, you know somebody that can be another defender against you know when they go against the Celtics, the Sixers, the Clippers, etc. Um, you know, so you're look, you'd be looking at guys like Tabo Cephalosha, Damari Carroll, uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Andre Roberson, Amon Schumpert are all available. Now, the trade deadline is March 25th. After that point, we'll start seeing guys get bought out. Um, you may see a couple get bought out before that point, but usually it's a couple days after the the trade deadline you start seeing that happen because teams were not able to trade these guys. They go, okay, we're just going to buy you out and let you go pick your team. Um, but I, I think that's the direction I would go if I was a Jazz is just another wing defender um, just to give you some more length, athleticism. And a guy to throw at people like LeBron, Kawhi, Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons, uh, Luka Doncic, to help take pressure off of Royce O'Neal, being the only guy that can defend those guys, and also to take pressure off of Rudy Gobert and Derek Favors, to where they're not having to deal with a with a wing that it has a free alley to the rim. Um, you know, we see a lot of times this season where. If the other team has a, a center that can shoot, they'll pull Rudy away and then just go one-on-one -on -one with the rest of the Jazz's defenders. And really, Royce O'Neal is the only one that can really hold his own in a situation like that. And even he's going to get beat every now and then. And so I think adding one more defender with some length would be a good option for the Jazz with that, that last roster spot. Um, again, they could keep that spot open all year long if they wanted to, um, but I I would fill it if I if I was a GM, I would use up all the spots that I can, all the um, assets I have at hand. I would use um, another guy that could be um, in that mix would be Glenn Robinson the third. The Kings uh, waived him. On the same day that the Jazz waived Shaquille Harrison, it was more of a money-saving type deal. You know, Glenn Robinson III was not a normal part of the ro rotation, and a big part of that was um, Tyrese Halliburton just coming on so so strong in his rookie season. Um, so he's another option there. Um, so those that's what I'd be looking for the Jazz um, to do. Um, but again. 
the big news of today, the Jazz have added Ursan Ilyasova. Um, so, welcome to Utah, Ursan. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and then end this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, and go Jazz!